Book number six, The Sky is the Limit, Ember's Journey as an Aerialist. Hello everyone, happy new years and welcome to the latest episode of the Tabito Stories podcast, where we bring you inspiring stories of individuals who are working hard to achieve their dreams, despite the challenges they face. In today's episode, we are thrilled to have Ember as our guest, who is a talented aerialist and a passionate teacher at Rebel Fit Gym. Ember will take us on a journey through her life as an aerialist and share with us valuable lessons she has learned along the way. Her unwavering determination to, to pursue her dreams, both in her aerialist career and academic pursuit, is truly inspiring and will leave you motivated. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn from Ember's fascinating journey. And you say one, two, three? One, two, three. One, two, three. One, yeah. two, three. Okay. I think. So do you only have like one chance to film it or if like I mess up, do we get another chance? Uh, the way how I do it is just, I just go with the flow. Okay. So you kind of like you start sharing and then I have some questions that will come as we go. Okay. Uh, but you can share, just share about about when did you start doing a aerial? Is that how you say it? Yeah, aerial. Aerial, and uh, how was your experience the first time you did it? Well, I started aerial when I was 13 after my gymnastics gym closed. So then I just went to the next gym, literally right across the street. I was like, I'm gonna try out dance. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that they had silks there. And I've always been, I always wanted to try aerial and I didn't know what silks was at all. So I was like, oh, I'll take a class and see what, it, what it's like. And so I took one class and it was amazing. I loved it. And I'm usually not very good at things to start off with. I have to try super hard mm -hmm. at it to get good at it. But I was, I was surprisingly good at it the first day. So I was like, I'm gonna keep up with this. And then that's kind of when I first fell in love with it. And it was hard on my body, but I was like, eh, I love it. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Yeah. What was the hard part on your body? Was the soreness? A lot of burns. Oh. Mm -hmm. A lot of burns. Cause when I didn't know you had to wear pants the first time mm -hmm. you take the class. So I wore shorts and I climbed all the way to the top and I slid down as fast oh. as I could go. And my thighs, they were just so burnt. Wow. I got a giant rope burn. So that was not fun, but I learned from that experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was just thinking about your grip strength. You must have a very strong. Oh yeah, grip it takes strength. a lot of grip yeah. strength. Which it takes it takes a minute to gain grip strength, mm -hmm. but if you do it, like if you you can do different exercises to mm -hmm. work your grip strength. But I never did. I just took a class once a week, mm -hmm. and about like three months into it. I could tell that my grip strength was getting a lot better. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. 
you have done shows already, like you have been doing events. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how is that for you? Like, how is the preparation be, before going to an event? It depends, because sometimes we're setting up in 110 degree weather, mm -hmm. which that is not nice. And then you're exhausted by the time you're supposed to perform. Mm -hmm. But performing, once you get there, is actually amazing. And then you, once you get down, there's people that come up to you and then like ask you for your whole story on how you got started <laughs> and where I'm from and stuff. So that's fun because then you meet new people. Uh -huh. And I don't, I'm not very good at going out and meeting new people and talking mm -hmm. to new people. So it's nice that people come up and talk to me and want to hear about how I got started. Yeah, so. I think it, it's, it's nice to see how like it connects you to people and brings you to mm -hmm. getting to know more people. Yeah. I think it's always good when you have something that does that for you. Mm -hmm. Do you kind of like... Um, I had this question and I just lost it. Oh, you're good. <laughs> okay. It, it was something like related to the reading. Also, like as, as you kind of like get ready for the routine, mm -hmm. and you get ready to come in and, and do your performance. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a... Like, for example, in wrestling, like we have moves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we practice those moves in our mind. Like we go, we think about those moves, mm -hmm. and we go and we do those things. Do you have something similar that kind of like, that you practice what you're going to do already? Like do you already have it in your mind? Mm -hmm. Have you already practiced it before? Oh, usually, hmm. I do a lot of different things before a performance, but my main thing is like breathing and stretching. Mm -hmm. And usually at the same time, it just calms my mind and then I'm able to focus on the routine that I'm supposed to do or just like how the flow is supposed to be. Because mm -hmm. I get really anxious and stressed right before I go on. But then once I breathe and then stretch, then when it's time to go on, it's I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. All my nerves just go away. Yeah. Okay. Wow. When we were walking, you were sharing to me about how much you improved during COVID. Can you share to us a story about that journey of yours? Well, during COVID, I first... I was very, I guess, attached to my silks at first. And I would go on them every single day. And then I actually hurt myself pretty badly one day by doing this slack drop that I wrapped my arm with, but I didn't wrap my stomach. So when I fell out of it, I only caught myself on my arm and I hit the ground too. So it like jerked on my arm and I hit the ground, but that it just ripped a muscle, so I was okay. But then I had to take a break, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna try, I wanna try Lyra. So, but I didn't have one at the time. So I went on eBay and I bought myself a Lyra, because mm -hmm. I, was, I was bored. And then that's when I fell in love with Lyra. Then I played on that thing, like at least two hours a day. Yeah. And what, that's when I got good at that. What is the Lyra? So a Lyra is an aerial apparatus in the shape of a hoop. So it's kind of like a hula hoop, but it's like made out of metal and mm -hmm. you can hang it from the air. Wow. And you got injured, you injured yourself during that time. Yes. Yeah. And um, some, sometimes I believe when you injure yourself, like it can be so frustrating not to come back. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that way? Did you feel like any frustration, like this eagerness of wanting to come back and do it again? I, I did. 
but my body was like, nope. So I listened to my body and I decided to take like a week off and mm -hmm. let my arm heal. And eventually it healed and then I was back to being able to practice every day. Wow. But I learned from that experience. It didn't, did not do that same rap again and looked at the video twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a fear for falling whenever you do it? Not of falling necessarily, but of rapping wrong. Because if you wrap wrong and get tangled in the air, that's scarier to me than falling. Because if you hang yourself in front of a live audience, that that is traumatizing for not you, but the audience. But if you fall, you're most likely not going to hurt yourself that bad unless you land on your neck, mm -hmm. which I've seen a couple aerialists do. But usually they get up and then they're fine and then they go on with their routine. But when you get tangled, it's it's a lot harder to yeah. untangle yourself, especially if you're 20 feet in the air. Wow. So that's the scariest thing for mm -hmm. me. That's kind, of, that's kind of scary to do it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like this question, usually people ask it when it has been like um, in the future, like let's say you're probably like 20, 30 years old. Okay. And you're kind of like successful in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. They usually ask you like, what would you tell your younger self? And I want to change that question. Let's okay. think we are like in the future. Okay. And you we're in the future. And now like we come back to the past. Okay. And I, I ask you the question, what would you tell your younger self? Like what advice would you give to yourself? I guess I would say have more confidence and put yourself out there more, mm -hmm. which I'm trying to do now, but it's very difficult. And I know when I first started Ariel, you, you kind of have to present yourself in a certain way or just get yourself out there more so you meet people that help you get more successful in mm -hmm. like performing and learning how to, I guess, like find, find connections and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, just have more confidence. Yeah. And how, how would you do that? Like, how, how would you... Say if you practice that right now, how would you say you do it? Um, hmm. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I guess just, I don't know. You don't know? Mm -mm. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'll I, probably think of the answer like after we're done. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I could have said that. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that you don't, you don't figure out until you kind of like see somebody else doing what you are doing. And mm -hmm. there, there is people who, do the same things as you do. And mm -hmm. sometimes you catch on to their habits, the way how they, the routine that they have before mm -hmm. they do something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the way how sometimes you can learn it. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. What would you say are your dreams? Like what, what do you aspire to do in the future? I want to perform with Circus Olay in the future, but that's, it's gonna be hard. But I think I could do it mm -hmm. eventually. Yeah. And what is, is it Circus LA? Yeah, Circus yeah. LA. Why do you want to perform with them? Because they are a traveling circus company mm -hmm. and they have the best of the best aerialists and dancers of all time there. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be a part of that. When did that dream come to you? When? Probably a year after I started Silks. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
I just thought that's what I want to do. So that was when you were 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now that you have graduated from high school, uh, what, do you aspire to continue your education? Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to Shasta College right now to try to get a wildlife conservation degree. Yeah. And I eventually want to get a job as a zoologist. Zoologist? Mm -hmm. Wow. So I'm kind of, I have two dreams, uh -huh. but you, you don't have to do just one thing in life. You can yeah. try it all and just see what where works. you fit. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's amazing that you have those dreams because I can see it in you doing all of those things. And those dreams that you have, they are so out of the box. Oh, like, thank you. I can see them. Like It's not like, oh, I want to be a teacher, a professor. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But I never heard that before. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's very cool. And now that you're going to Shasta, Shasta College, um, mm -hmm. do you have to go to a university to get your, to become a, you say the name? A zoologist. A zoologist? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what do you basically study? What do you think you're going to be studying? A lot of biology, probably, um, I don't know. I saw a list of things that you have to study or have to get through to get your degree. But I can't remember all of them. There was a lot of them mm -hmm. and that was scary. And I think there was a couple math classes and things I had to take, which I was very surprised because I did not know there was a lot of math yeah. in that career field, but I guess there is. Yeah. I think there is math everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I asked one of my coworkers, what is two plus two? Did they get it right? No. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's very sad. <laughs> they say 21. <laughs> they said 21 for two plus two? Yeah. But they're joking. Oh, good. It's not serious. Okay. Yeah. And you're from Reading, right? Uh, kinda. I'm from Hayfork. Hayfork. I was born in Paradise, but then we moved to Hayfork. Where is Paradise? Paradise is kinda... It's like, a, it's a couple hours from here. Remember mm -hmm. that terrible fire that... It, because Paradise, it caught on fire and it burnt like almost the whole town. Is it in Northern California? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. And Hayford is... It's kind of by Weaverville. Do you know where that is? I do not know. It's... It's... If you... It's kind of down by Whiskey Town. If you take that road and just follow it, oh, then so you'll like hit... That way. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know which way that is, but it's yeah. that way. Yeah. I, I'm thinking like the freeway. It's over there. Mm -hmm. And it goes that way. And I'm thinking Whiskey, Whiskey Town is that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's like west... Or east, I can't remember. I think it's north, south. Mm -hmm. I can't... East-west? Or is it west-east? I think it's west. West-east. Okay, yeah. then you go west. Yeah, because mm -hmm. California is in the west coast. Mm -hmm. And New York is in the east coast. Mm -hmm. So you have to go to the ocean. And then Paradise would be in the east. Yeah. Because it's that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think somebody's showering over there. Oh, they're showering their dog. Oh. Uh, what, what, is it, what has it been like for you to grow up in Northern California? What, like, what do you like the most about living out here? 
Mm. The one thing I don't like is the heat. Because mm -hmm. it gets very hot. Mm -hmm. But I like all the wildlife and the nature. Because in big cities, you, you barely see trees or mm -hmm. waterfalls or lakes. Mm -hmm. But here, you can go to the lake any day you want. There's mm -hmm. no restrictions. And I really love it. I love yeah. it about them. What, what response would you give to someone that's listening to the podcast to go visit? You were kind of like a guidance for a few tourists that are coming to visit Northern California. Probably Hatchet Creek Falls because that has, you can, it's really pretty there and it's a lot of fun. You get to jump off rocks, this giant log. It's amazing. Uh -huh. And to eat, In the upcoming episode, Ember will take us on a gastronomical journey through Northern California as she shares with us her favorite places to eat. She will also discuss the biggest obstacles she has faced in her life and how she's overcoming them. These obstacles have not only made her stronger but also enabled her to learn valuable life lessons. So join us for an inspiring episode where Ember shares her wisdom and experience with us. <laughs>